listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, Episode 52, Interview with Vic Mignogna. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with over 100,000 downloadable titles to choose from. For listeners of the Animation Addicts Podcast, Audible is giving you a free one-month trial of their incredible service so you can test it out for yourself. This allows you to download one book, which is yours to keep. You can keep it forever. You listen to it, and you can listen to it again and again and again. And then afterwards, you can join Audible, so that way each month you get one free audiobook. It's really awesome. Chelsea and I use the service, and we love it. It's fantastic. It gives us a chance to broaden our horizons and to learn all sorts of new things. One book you might want to check out is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Washington Irvine. This is a classic Halloween novel, and I know Halloween is still over, but maybe if you're getting a bit nostalgic for October and you miss it already, check out The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and you'll be very, very surprised. And you can also then go and compare it to the different adaptations, both animated and live action, that have been done over the years. So for your free audiobook, go to rotoscopers.com slash audible. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, and everything in between. I'm Morgan Stradling, and I'm here to introduce a new segment that we are going to be doing for a little while with Whitney Grace from Animated Views. She is going to be doing some interviews for us, which will allow us to release our episodes on a weekly basis. So one week, you will get a review with the Rotoscopers, and we're going to be discussing an animated movie. And then the next week will be an interview with someone from the animation world. So very, very exciting. This allows you guys to get more of your animation addiction every single week. So without further ado, here's Whitney. It's that time of year where everyone hails to the pumpkin song or tells Charlie Brown, hey, it's the Grey Pumpkin, or we might head on over to the fright side and hang out with Scary Godmother and her wickedly cool cat, Boozle. Or if you prefer something of the more retro kind, we'll hang out with Scooby-Doo and the Clue Crew, Mystery Inc., and explore that haunted house over there with the mysterious, ghostly light. But if you're a little scared, we'll give you a Scooby snack to boost your bravery and... After we investigate, I bet it will be Mr. Gray, the gardener, who decided to put on a ghost costume to scare all these meddling kids away. Stuff like that tends to happen around this time of year. Unless, of course, you know, due to technical difficulties, we kind of had to release this segment of the podcast a little bit later than we promised. If it is, happy Turkey Day! And there are a lot of Thanksgiving specials, but I'm not going to reference them this instant. Anyway, welcome to the first installment of Da 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 Da! Ah, uh, oops. Ah, uh, I forgot the one important thing. I mean, I got the interview, I got the host, me, myself, and I, got the technical equipment, but I. Can you believe it? I forgot to make a name for this. Well, we'll come up with one later. After all the things that could go wrong, not really naming something yet. Ah, we can wait until the creative juices flow to come up with something 
But anyway, my name is Whitney Grace, and I'm a writer over at AnimatedViews.com. The Rotoscopers and Animated Views teamed up a while back, and I decided to come out of my little hidey hole on the internet and bump up my game a little bit. Animated Views, for those who, are, who do not know, is one of the oldest and most reliable animation news sites on the web. We have been around for, hold the applause please, a decade, and will continue to be around for a whole lot more, bringing you the best when it comes to news, trends, and what is hot in the animation world. I know, it's a promo, might not be my best, but hey, it's my first, so cut me a little slack. The Rotoscopers themselves are a cool place to hang out as well. And our forces combined, we are a really good animation collaborative. So what am I going to be doing, you are asking? I'm going to be interviewing people who have first-hand experience in the animation industry. I will be talking to everyone from the voice actors who give the characters we so love life, to the creators behind these shows, as well as to animators themselves, or anyone else with a connection. My mission is to bring you stories that you might not necessarily get in the basic interview or news report. Simple as that. But the most important thing is, is that we have fun. Yay, fun. So that takes care of the basic housekeeping, except for how you guys want to contact me if you do so, want to do so at all. The best way to, to do that is via Twitter. I love Twitter. It is my current addiction. And the, my handle on it is at Story Sequence. Both S's are capitalized. And if you become one of my followers, I only have 33, 34 so far, I will follow you. Yeah, that's a perk. You follow me, I follow you. And we all go trick-or-treating or have happy turkey day together. So that takes care of the introduction. Let me get to the second introduction where I talk about the meat or the turkey leg or the giant candy corn of today's segment. Labor Day weekend. I had the wonderful experience of being a reporter down at Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia. If you ever get the chance, my friends, head on down there. Unlike other geeky, nerdy conventions that I attend, it has a more diverse perspective in that it's not just anime, it's not just comic books, it's not just science fiction fantasy, it is everything. I mean, I'm talking everything. I mean, they had animation, they had, I mean, all the things I prior talked about, but they had a glorious art show. I mean, they even had stuff for the puppetry geeks. Uh, Atlanta is one of the big puppetry centers within the U.S. We'll talk a bit about that later in future installments. Hint, hint, Muppet fans, you're gonna want to stay tuned. I got to hang out with some really cool people. One of them was Vic McNoga. Mc Mc His name was Vic! And I am having a hard time pronouncing his last name. That's okay. We had a little bit of an identity crisis when we met each other. Don't worry, we resolved it. And he gave me some of his time to talk about his career. For those of you who do not know, and for those of you who do, and I'll just refresh your memory, Vic 
is a famous anime voice actor. He's not your regular American voice actor, so you're not going to hear him in your usual Disney or Cartoon Network cartoon. You're going to hear him in stuff from Funimation, Viz Animation. He has been in Dragon Ball Z as Brawly. He was in Oran High Host Club. And in one of my favorite roles is he was Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist. He has done a whole lot of other stuff, but those are my personal favorite roles, and I'm sure his, some of his best well-known as well. So, without further ado, Animation Addicts fans, I present to you my interview with Vic... So-and-so! Enjoy. Hello, this is Whitney Grace from Animated Views with a special guest, and let's have him introduce himself. Hi, I'm Whitney Grace, and I... Wait, that's, that's you. my name. Sorry, I'm sorry. Are we doing some sort of can identity we, reversal? Can we start again? I forget. Sure, okay. I'm, uh... Go ahead, you start. Okay, hi, I'm Whitney Grace, and I'm with a very special guest, and his name is... What, what is it? I don't know. Oh! What's your name? Is your identity? Oh, Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignola. Vic Magnolia? <laughs> Vic Magnolia? Yes, that's it, Magnolia. Thank you. I, I slipped my mind. In Thank Chinese, you. it's Mulan. I like that. So we can call you Vic Mulan. Yes, call me that. Yeah, you call can carry that. a sword and audition for be a cast member at Disney. Uh, oh, yeah, that would sounds like good. I would love that. Wig and everything? More than life itself. Awesome. Whitney, you are wearing an amazing hat today. I it's am too bad amazing. that this is an audio recording because you, people cannot see that awesome hat you have. Well, thank you. It's I got an uncooked cool. Simon store for five bucks, and it's been the best investment so far. Good so many choice. On that. I'll bet you have. Uh, I think I should make it my signature piece. But anyway, enough yes. about me. Let's talk about you. What would you like to talk well, about? Well, uh, you are one of the very. I'm going to get. Well, in my opinion, one of the most famous voice actresses in actor. Sorry, in America. Did you just call me an actress? Yes. That's okay. But look at look at the bright side. An I'm not anime. like you know. I'm not like insecure or anything. You can no. call me a girl if you want. But look at the bright side. An anime. I'm not a girl, but you can call me that. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the beauty of audio. Is that we yeah, like, everyone is sitting there listening to this, going, "I would love to be in that room right now." What the hell is going on there between these two? We're dressing in drag, that's and right. just like his character, or like what one of the character? characters from Oran Host Club. I, uh, you oh, know, crap, you're right. They did dress in girl clothes. Okay, anyway, gender let's change the subject. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I, I haven't even got to the first question yet. Oh, well, it's about all we have time for. Thank you so much, though, Whit. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so hurt, and I haven't even brought up my puppet. Go ahead. Should we bring up hit, my puppet? Hit me, no, hit me with your question. Puppet. All right, so you are probably one of the most, and in my opinion, one of the most famous voice actors in <laughs> anime in the U.S. What do you think of that? Well, I don't know if that's true or not. Well, you but got I, a lot of the hit roles that have basically shaped anime in America. Well, you know what? I've been very blessed. That's that's the only word that I can use. Um, I've been very blessed to get to do a lot of things that I love to do. And I never imagined that when I first started voice acting that anything would ever come of it because that was 13 or 14 years ago and there wasn't a great deal of anime out there. But um, I was just very, very fortunate to be kind of on the ground level when anime took off. Mm -hmm. And I've been blessed to get to play a lot of really great characters and a lot of great shows. And um, I, uh, I'm very, very, very happy to get to do what I do. I love the fans. I love the industry. 
I do a lot of events because I like, I love meeting the fans and interacting with them. So I'm very, very grateful for whatever position I have in this industry. I don't know that I would agree with you about uh, the popularity, but I certainly love what I do. Well, let's just say you're one of the more famous, well-known voice actors in anime because there's a lot of them out there who, because of that, they're not part of SAG, the Studios Actors Guild, is that it? A Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild, that a lot of them don't really even get recognition. But since anime is not part of that... That's right. Most anime is non-union, so you'll find a lot of actors in anime that are not SAG actors. Mm -mm. Um, I am, but that was only just a couple of years ago because I did a video game... Mm -hmm. That, uh, that was a union video game, and so that's how I got into SAG. But for the first 10 years of my career, I wasn't a SAG actor. I lived in Texas, mm -hmm. and Texas is what they call a right-to-work state, which means if you're good enough to get the role, you get the role. You don't have to be a part of any union. You don't have to have any SAG card. You don't have to have an agent. You don't have to have anything except be the right person for the role. Don't mess with Texas. I love Texas. Texas is I awesome. love Texas. <laughs> Dead gummit. So, moving on, was Texas the first place where you got your first role? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was living in Houston, mm -hmm. and I was doing a video production with a friend of mine named John Grimion, who's well-known for a lot of voice acting roles. Um, and he said to me one day, you ought to go and audition for this place in town. It's called ADV Films, ah. and, they, and they buy these Japanese shows, and they dub them into English, and they need actors. Well, I'd been acting since I was very young, and so I went and auditioned. And I got cast as Vega in Street Fighter II. Oh, wow. And uh, I figured it was just kind of a one-time deal. But then another show came along and another and, and another. another. And it just kind of took off from there. So you say you were, you've been acting since you were a child. But I've also noticed that you have a music career. Were you in, working on your music career before you got into voice acting? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've been voice acting. Excuse me. I've been, uh, I've been writing and singing and playing the piano and, and producing music twice as long as I've been voice acting. Um, music is a huge part of my life. And for the longest time, I never really imagined that the two would intersect. There was voice acting and there was music. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until just a handful of years ago that some fans asked me to bring some music CDs uh, to a convention. And I did, never thinking really anything would come of it. And they really enjoyed my music, and so then I started writing and producing things more toward their liking. And then I started getting hired to sing theme songs for some of the anime series that I'm in. And so now, after the, after this many amount of years, my music, my love and, of music and performing and singing has blended together with my voice acting, which I'm very grateful for. Well, if you think about it, in Japan, a lot of seiyu are famous singers and musicians. That's true. So if you think about it, you're kind of the American version. Yeah. Of well, and to be honest with you, there are a lot of voice actors that I know who are great singers and musicians themselves. I think that's a, I think that's a talent that uh, often goes hand in hand with being a good voice actor. Have you you say you've written and sung some of the theme songs for the, some of the anime you've been in? Have you ever had to sing in any of the actual shows? Oh yeah. I sing the theme song for for uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> I do three theme songs for One Piece. I did the theme song for Dragon Ball GT. And I've sung songs from Dean Angel, or on High School, uh, and even the Brothers theme from Full Metal Alchemist. Cool. So you mentioned Dragon Ball Z. 
And you played the character Brawly. Oh, uh, yes. So I have to men- I have to ask you, can you say it's over 3,000? No. No. Oh, my gosh. My voice is, is about at a two right now. Ah. Uh. Um, in fact, in fact I, I try to avoid Broly whenever possible. You know, I really loved playing Broly, but he's really hard on the voice. I can and imagine. You, you can, all you have to do is listen to him for about ten seconds. You're like, man, that had to hurt. Doing it for a long time. Well, I can and, imagine, uh, especially in Dragon Ball Z, everyone's going, yelling, he's so powerful! That's right. And I can do it because that I That was really awesome. Understand. Thank you! But yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I must apologize because you've caught me uh, at the end of a weekend of talking all day long in a very loud room here at Dragon Con, mm-hmm. talking to all the fans and, and the talk, talking above all of the noise and the ambience in the room. So um, my voice is pretty, pretty shot right now. Well, in that regard, we're getting the signal to end this interview quickly. Let me ask you, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about what your favorite part is and everything like that, but I'm going to do something different. I want to know what your favorite American cartoon is. Oh, Whitney, look at you. Putting you on the spot. Oh, Whitney. My favorite American cartoon. Can be growing up or current. Wow. Um, let me think. Well. He's thinking deeply. I'm thinking deeply. Oh, I fell asleep. Okay, I'm back. Um, when I was a little boy, I loved Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, and, you know, then for years I loved The Simpsons. Um, and it's, it's interesting because since I've been doing voice acting, mm-hmm. since I've gotten so much more involved in the animation voice acting industry, I, I find that I don't watch that's a lot much. of animated shows. It's kind of like that's my, my work now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I don't, when I have a chance to relax and take it easy, I don't, I don't you know, do that. But I would, I'm going to go with uh, Scooby-Doo. And when I was a little boy, I also loved Speed Racer, which is kind of neat because at the time, I had no idea Speed Mark Racer. Go-go. I had no idea that Speed Racer was anime. How could you not? The words did not match the face. I know. I but when you're ten years old, you, you know what I mean. Do that kind of All thing. you know is that it doesn't look like Bugs Bunny and it doesn't sound like Bugs Bunny, but it's cool. It is. So I loved Speed Racer long before I even ever knew what anime was. And how ironic is it? How ironic is it that I'm now involved in anime? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, dear Whitney. Good luck in your music and anime career. Thank you, sweetie.